Hello and welcome to the Money Queen podcast. I am Alex Nicolaitis, the Money Queen. I am here to unite the masculine and feminine energetics of money and invite you in joining me to break the stigma of we don't talk about money here. I will deliver the loving bitch slaps that you need in your business to elevate you as a leader and support you to that next level and welcoming in the wealthiest version of yourself. With over 13 years in the accounting and bookkeeping industry, I utilize the support of the masculine in systems, structure, support, and ATO compliance combined with the feminine of the energetics of mentoring, guiding, getting really curious, and allowing ourselves to be open to receiving. So hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, and I cannot wait to have you by my side as we raise the feminine collective and create true generational wealth and change. Welcome to episode five of the Money Queen podcast. This is a juicy one today. We are talking all things budgets and why I fucking don't do them. Why I don't teach my clients to do budgets either. You might be thinking, what on earth do you mean? How do you not get your clients to do budgets? I don't get them to do budgets. I don't do budgets myself. What I do do though, are making mindful money plans. That's what I do. Because what I've come to realize over my 13 years or so in the bookkeeping and accounting industry is that a lot of people have trauma around budgets. And rightly so, right? The trauma that is associated with them is when you have been raised in a society where the word budget automatically is like constrictive. It is like, oh my God, like there is no rudim- <laughs> words. There is no freedom here. There is no flexibility. There is no expansion in that. There's all of the opposites. It's constrictive. It's like, oh my God, I'm, this is the only thing that I can do. Here are all these rules. Here is this box that you need to fit into in order to be approved, in order to get X, in order to get Y, in order to be successful, in order to be valuable enough to receive this commission. So those are the types of stories and beliefs that I, by, that by languaging, we're creating a mindful money plan. Instead of using the word budget, it's actually really fucking powerful because it allows us to create a different relationship with it. Same as the last episode, episode four, about creating a different relationship with money. This is an extension of that. It's creating a different relationship with making a mindful money plan. Because money comes into our world and money leaves our world. It is fluid. It is not meant to be in our world and stay there for fucking ever. If it's got an option of coming into your world and being trapped there or coming into your world and you know, high intention, low attachment. You can come into my world and stay and we can have some fun and playfulness around that, but you can also leave as well. The door will always be open. That's more appealing for money. So it's allowing us to build that different relationship around it and, and increase our mindfulness around it, as opposed to saying, this is the budget. This is the only thing that you can do. These are the parameters. And there's no other option here. That doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound playful. That doesn't sound exciting or expansive either. That sounds like you're putting me in a box. 
And I'm not about that vibe. So what, what I teach with my clients, right, is to get curious. What is actually your current reality? Where is the money coming into your world? Getting clarity on that. And then most importantly, not most importantly, equally as important, where is money leaving your world? Is it leaving with intention? Is it leaving for a purpose? Or is it leaving just for the sake of fucking leaving? Because if you have no idea about where your money is going and you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. Oh yeah, it's fine. Oh yeah, it's fine. And actually aren't mindful of where is this cycle? How is this cycle happening? Right? With, with awareness precedes action. Right? And if you would like a different outcome, then a different action needs to happen. And a a heightened awareness needs to happen before all of this. You listen to this podcast right now. Is that awareness to then proceed the action to then get the different outcome? So thank you for joining me. Thank you for leaning into this discomfortable moment. Discomfortable? Is that a word? Uncomfortable. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Thank you for leaning into this uncomfortable moment with me to create a different outcome, to continue having that money conversation. So when creating these mindful money plans, it's what's coming in, what's going out. Where do I actually see my future? What does that actually look like for me? Because getting clear on what your, what you desire for your world, for your business is actually a lot more intensive experience than what you may think. So I would set aside probably about four hours for this task to start with, because the biggest challenge that you will have in creating this for the first time, and it gets easier every time that you do this is filtering between where are all my expenses going right now? Is that actually what I desire or am I following a trend? Am I spending on a, A gym membership, for instance, that's a hundred dollars a week because I want to be seen at this gym because of the status of it. I I don't even know. Right. Or am I spending a hundred dollars a week to go to this gym because I fucking love it. I love the people that are there. I love the workouts. I love the trainers. The people that are there give me energy. I love the version of myself that I am when I walk out of that gym and it it gives me a boost first thing of the morning and it increases my vibration for the rest of the day. That is a completely different way of looking at an expense or an investment than going, yeah, I'm paying a hundred dollars for a gym, but I hardly go. The people there are pretty freaking average. And when I'm there, I'm wishing I was still in bed. I'm not actually inspired by the people that are there. The trainers like, meh, take them or leave them. All right. Completely different experience. And you're just going with the flow, keeping up with the Joneses and like everyone in your neighborhood goes there. So you just go there too. There could be a gym next door, a smaller boutique gym with fucking amazing 
trainers that you would actually resonate with. It's easier because it's right next door, but because you're keeping up with the Joneses and going to this other gym, you're closed off to the possibility of something even better in your world and perhaps something even more cost-effective in your world because you're trying to keep up with the Joneses as opposed to connecting with what your truth is of the matter and saying yes to that, saying yes to your yes. I want to find a gym that I fucking love going to, that I wake up and I'm not clicking that snooze button. I want to look forward to the people that are in my space at 5am every morning. That's something that you can have. But you won't have that unless you connect with what your truth is and say yes to your yes. So looking at your expenses literally line by line and going, is this something that I desire in my world? Or is this something that I'm just doing for the sake of doing because I've already done that. I've done that for ages. Yeah, but why? Why? I have this uh, saying, show me your bank statements and I'll tell you your values. This is another key analysis that I teach my clients. If let's stay on the gym topic. If you value health and fitness, yet you go to KFC every weekend, every Sunday, you don't value your health and fitness as much as you think you do. If you constantly go and buy chocolate and ice cream and all of the things, right? When you do your shopping and you still train six, seven days a week, it's like, do you, do you really like, what is the purpose of that? What you do in private is seen in public. So, showing your having a look at your bank statements and actually having a radically honest conversation with yourself are these expenses are these investments where i am allowing my money to go is that in alignment with the life that i am creating is that in alignment with the values that i have in my world or that i want to to bring into my world if the answer to that is no then this gets to change this gets to change to be in alignment with the life that you are creating, that you are calling forward. If you are listening to this episode and are picking up what I'm putting down and are ready to unpack and elevate your money story, then pop over to my website and see the money coaching package that is calling your name. Find out for yourself why I have been called the money queen that everyone needs in their life. After working with me, my clients are reclaiming their power in their business. And this has seen them bring hundreds of thousands of dollars into their businesses after having me on board their team. Are you ready to expand? Then let's fucking go, queen. Book in a call with me on my website, which is alexunscripted.com to show the universe that you are here for everything that you fucking desire and you are taking action. I was having a look at my profit and loss statement last night, actually, because as we're at the uh, end of financial year at the moment and the highest value item on my profit and loss is business coaches because I value my own growth and my own development the highest in my world right now the highest 
And that shows in my bank statements. That is where I am investing the most of, amount of money in my world right now, because that is what is most important to me. That is where I hold my values in constantly growing, changing, evolving, being courageous, being authentic, learning what my truth is. I'm on that journey. So that's where my, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. What does your profit and loss statement look like? What does that look like? Pull that out. Where are you spending all of your money? Where are you investing all of your money? And is that in alignment with where your business is growing into, where your business is evolving into? If it's not, you get to make a different decision. So once you have had a look at where, what is your current reality? Then you get to be curious to say, well, what am I calling forward in the next 12 months? And it's going to be the 17th of July when this episode lands. So it is still relevant to create a mindful money plan for yourself, for your business, for this current financial year, 2024 financial year. So, and this is another challenge that clients have. Once they get past the, what's my current reality? Is it alignment with the values that I have or that I'm calling forward? The next phase of this is, well, what do I want my next 12 months to look like? A lot of women um, push down their desires like I spoke into last episode and are like, I can't have that. I'm not worthy of that. Oh, I can't ask for that. Why not? Why not? If you desire a life full of ease, grace, flow, and abundance, you can have that if you choose it. If you choose to take manifest action, it can come into your reality if you choose it. If you, are, if you allow yourself to connect with what your truth is, claim what you desire, and take action. And that action can look different for everyone. And the piece in the mindful money plan for this is allowing yourself to get curious, to get expansive, to be like, if I had zero limitations on myself right now, zero limitations, if the entire world was possible for me in anything that I wanted to create, what would that look like? What would that look like? We are so used to being pushed down, to being pushed back in the back of the corner, to be the good girl, to shut our legs, to be quiet, to only speak when we are spoken to, that creating, uh, playing in the realm of possibilities is so difficult for us and it doesn't need to be. That, that is what I am creating. That is a generational shift that is being created on this podcast by allowing you to be to have these morning conversations, for me to be the permission slip, for you to have these conversations with your girlfriends, with your business besties, with your parents, with your family, with your children, to change the way that we have, to change the relationship that we have with money. Because it gets to change. We get to be curious about what the next 12 months looks in our life. We get to be expansive in our money world. We get to be expansive. So have a look at what that looks like for you. Lean into that discomfort. 
I always look at, uh, I have a 12 month planner of what courses I am launching and the amount of people that I desire to say yes to those. And then I look at the price point and work back from there. Then I have a look at, so that's my revenue line. Then I look at my expenses. What would I need to invest in expense wise to then um, deliver those services to that amount of people? Right, work back from there, reverse engineer this process. Then from there, what wages do I need to live because I'm self-employed? What wages do I need to draw out of my company so that I can live? What does that look like? Right, that's another conversation. That's my personal mindful money plan, right? What does my business need to generate in order for my life to look and feel how I desire it to be? So once I put my wages in there, I've got my business expenses in there, I've got my revenue, then I look at my net profit, right? Does that excite me? Does that actually excite me? And I'm going to take you one step back. I look at my net profit. I don't look at my revenue, revenue, i.e. sales. I look at my net profit, which is revenue less all of the expenses of my business equals net profit. Now, revenue equals vanity and profit equals sanity. And a lot of people out there, coaches in fucking particular, yeah, I'm looking at you, rave about all of the revenue that they bring into their world. I brought $200,000 in this month. Oh my God, I'm fucking amazing. Queen, if you had, if you brought in $200,000 and your expenses to bring in that $200,000 was $180,000, doesn't look so rosy now, does it? Would you actually be boasting that? If you gave everyone the full picture, perhaps not. And look at the byproduct of that. If you brought in $200,000 and you needed to work 80, 90 hour weeks to bring that revenue in, fuck that feels tiring. That sounds exhausting. You know, what sounds a lot more appealing. Having a shitload of less clients, a high ticket value and actually earning more profit because you can deliver a lot more customized service with less clients. They value you more. You value them more, less overheads, completely different net profit. So having a look at that mix, do I want more people in my world or do I want more connection in my world? What is your truth? Either can be perfect. As long as you get connected with what your truth is, that's all that matters. Because what I desire in my world, I've had the abundance of revenue in my world and net profit in my world. And now with the life that I'm living now, I don't want that because that was a lot of moving parts. I had a team of 11 and I'm like, ugh, this doesn't fulfill me. I don't want staff anymore. That's not attractive to me anymore. The financial benefit of having all that staff to, to generate that net profit, it's not beneficial to me enough now. So I have a small team and I have high ticket items. That's how I choose to operate now. But I have lived in that other operating system and it drowned me out. So my truth has changed. And in order for me to realize that, I needed to have a radically honest conversation with myself. So slightly off topic here, but still relevant. We're still having the money conversation. 
once we get true, once we get clear on our revenue, we get clear on our expenses, we get clear on our wages, we get excited by our net profit, then we're like, okay, this is our mindful money plan. This is where the next 12 months is leading into. And if you would like a stretch target with this, what I do is always create two mindful money plans for my business. The first one is my base mindful money plan. And the second one, I literally double it. I double it and then I'm like, oh, is that too stretchy? And then I pull it back a little bit to when it feels like not completely out of reach, but a little bit stretchy there. So that it calls forward that version of me. I get to be curious about, well, if my target is say $100,000 for this year and next year I want $250,000, what does the $250,000 version of me get to look like? How does she get to show up in order to generate that in her world? To connect, to magnetize, to attract those amount of clients into my world, to connect with those people. Because if I'm staying on this high intention, um, high value clients, I don't want a heap of people in my world to be able to generate, generate that revenue. So what circles do I need to be a part of to connect with people like that? Those are the different actions to get the different outcome. But none of that happens if we don't get curious and allow ourselves to play in that realm of possibility. What does that 250 version of me look like? If we just stayed in the 100,000, there's a full stop there as opposed to a how can we? What does that look like? I encourage you, I invite you to create a mindful money plan for yourself, for your business. And you can also definitely do this for you personally to increase your mindfulness, to increase your intentionality around money. And if you haven't listened to episode four yet, which is creating money dates in your world, I encourage you to go one back and have a listen to that as well. And if you start creating a mindful money plan and you get overwhelmed, or if it's just too much and you don't actually know where to start, you're sitting in overwhelm before you even start, reach out to me, slide on into my DMs, girlfriend. I will create a mindful money plan with you and hold your hand during that process. I trust that uh, your mindful money plan will serve you well as it has in my own journey. I freaking love it. You're welcome. Thank you, Queen, for saying yes to your yes in listening to this episode and being a part of raising the feminine collective one conversation at a time. Remember to share this episode with your business besties and join me in breaking the tabooness around having money conversations. As always, if you have enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and share this on your social media, remembering to tag me in it to help this conversation go further, which creates a bigger ripple effect.